Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast, where I will teach you how to manifest your dream life. My name is Dana, and join me as I travel the world, learning all about mindset and meeting new people that have a story to share. Hi friends, welcome to episode 30 of Uncovering the Subconscious. I'm so, so excited to have you guys here for uh, also a new year. So happy new year guys, welcome to 2023. Um, can't believe that it is already 2023. Like where did the whole of 2022 just go? But that's okay. Um, anyway, actually for me, it, while I'm recording this, it's still 2022. But by the time you listen to this, it will be 2023. And I, that's just insane to think it is so close. So also episode number 30, which is for whatever reason, a special number. Like I'm so excited to reach number 30 with you guys. And this year, there's going to be so much new stuff in the for content in the podcast. I'm going to have so many more guests on, so many, as I'm now calling them, soul travelers, people I meet on my travels that I have on the podcast. Already, I've got a special guest for my next episode, which I'm so excited about. It's such an like inspiring and amazing story. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but my friend Brooke will be on the next episode. So keep an eye out for that. Um, also, if you guys could please rate the podcast, I really do appreciate it. It puts it out there for other people, um, the more that it's rated. And also follow me on Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach um, on Instagram. Send me DMs, give me suggestions, what you want to hear. Um, let me know what you think of the episode. Honestly, it fills my soul reading messages from you guys. So I'm just going to do a quick life update. So final week of 2022 for me currently. Uh, had Christmas, had Friendsmas, should I say. My very first Christmas away from my family. Look, it was hard. It was really hard watching and seeing videos and photos of my family and not being able to be there with them. But honestly, like it, I spent it with a really good group of people who made me feel really good. And um, I really, really enjoyed my Christmas. And it, it was just like chill. It was different to what I'm used to. And yeah, some of the, some of the magic you get from having kids around. Um, I didn't really get that this year, which was sad. But also, we're going to have a late Christmas when I get back. So it's okay. Um and it was just, it was just a really good Christmas. Anyway, so yes, had Christmas. I'm packing for Australia. It is so soon. So uh, it's currently the 29th and I go on the 3rd and I'm so excited for that. Anyway, that's my life update. And I think it's time we get into the episode, which is all about setting goals and taking action. And so today what I'm going to talk about with that is manifestation instead of resolution. So while we should set manifestations instead of resolutions, I'm going to talk about how to set smart goals and also how you can make goal setting exciting. I wanted to also cover common failures in goal settings um, and then also how you can take inspired action towards your goals. All right, let's get in. So the first thing I want to talk about is setting manifestations instead of resolutions. So I'm sure you know it's very, very traditional to set the manifestation, uh, sorry, set the resolution for the new year. That's our goal. We always want to set resolutions. Like it's just such a tradition that everyone, well, most people follow. Um, end of the year for the whole new year, let's set some resolutions. But there's some issues with that. And there's some reasons why setting manifestations instead of resolutions is actually a lot more beneficial. 
So for example, like although resolutions, it does have a lot of good intentions, the way they're structured is just not a way that inspires action or change to occur. And there's also this set belief about resolutions that it can kind of only be made at the beginning of the year. And so it's very easy for you to lose your sight of the goal and then also not keep moving. So the thing about manifestations is you've got to keep moving, keep going to the next goal. If you manifest something, what's next? If you don't manifest something, but um, what can you change? Or what can you change about your manifestation that no longer aligns with you? But the issue with resolutions, it's like they can't change. It's like, this is my resolution. I need to have it by the end of the year. This is exactly how it needs to be. And then you kind of lose inspiration behind that resolution and you believe you can't change it. So you don't change it. You just let it go and you don't make any inspired. You don't take any inspired action. You don't make any move towards this. Also, resolution can make you feel trapped within a box of that resolution. As I kind of just mentioned, it's it's as though it needs to happen exactly as it's written. So if your resolution is, I need to move to, this is actually one of mine that I had. I need to move to New York City. For years, I needed to move to New York City. That's what I wanted to make happen. But things come up, things change. America wasn't somewhere I wanted to live anymore, but I still wanted to live in New York City because that was the resolution I had. And it was like, I couldn't change it because then I was letting down my past self. But that's not true. That's that's the issue with resolutions. That's the issue with trying to complete a specific, like kind of non-changing goal. You need to be able to amend on it. You need to be able to adapt to it and you need to be able to change it. So for example, for me, I wanted to live in New York City to change to, I wanted to move. Uh, I wanted to live somewhere and I lived in, and so now I'm living in London. Like I wanted to live somewhere internationally for um, a decent amount of time and hello London, now we're here. So that is why the aim is to try and change your resolution into a manifestation instead. And also the thing about manifestation, it's ongoing. So the law of attraction, it's happening whether we try to control it or not. So manifestations are coming in and out every day for you, um, good or bad. And it's your choice whether or not you take action on these manifestations. So if you start taking action and you start trying to align it with what you want, you can have a lot of more, more, a lot more great things happen. Whereas if you get stuck in the box of having to make this resolution happen and you kind of put out chasing energy, it's just not going to occur. And with that, like manifestations, as I've kind of already touched on, it can change and have flexibility. So when we're manifesting, we're kind of our aim is to experience a similar feeling to our end goal. But if that end goal changes, it's a lot easier for the manifestation and the manifestation work we're doing to change too. Whereas resolutions, when we have this specific kind of unchanging resolution, it's a lot harder to adapt to that and to just change the whole method that you're using rather than just changing the feelings and um, experiencing the feelings that you need to feel. And I want to also include an example of a manifestation versus resolution. So if the resolution was, I want to lose 10 kilograms, instead the manifestation would be, I want to feel comfortable in my body. So there's more flexibility in one, in the manifestation than there is in the resolution. So it's a lot easier to just um, keep doing the work of the manifestation, but change the end goal than it is if it's a resolution. 
Um, or another one, another manifestation for that is I want to learn to respect my body. There's a lot of ways you can do this. You can do this by losing weight if that's something that is that you feel you need to do health-wise and is going to make you feel more comfortable. Um, but you can also do it by learning to love yourself or um, just, yeah, multiple different ways. So manifestations are looser and they also allow you to reach the goal a lot easier. So the type of goal setting that I want to talk about it today is SMART goals. But I really want to teach you kind of how to use SMART goals to make manifestations instead of resolutions because they might be more commonly used to make resolutions. But um, it definitely can be used for manifestations and it's a good way to get an idea of what you want but also be able to adapt to it as you change. Um I will do other talk about other methods in the future as well. But anyway, SMART goal stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So I'm going to talk about each specific goal setting part of the SMART goal now. So the first one specific is what exactly is it that you want to achieve? So you need to have an idea of what this end goal is going to be. And again, you don't need to make it like resolutions where it's very specific and in the sense that it's exactly 10 kilograms and then you have to lose that 10 kilograms and you can't be happy if you lose five so we want more specific as in like what area where do you want to what what do you want the goal to be um you want to feel more comfortable in your body so what is the feelings what is the emotions like try and get specific with what feelings and emotions you will feel in this goal so Comfortable, you want to feel comfortable, you want to feel happy, you want to feel respectful, you want to feel respectful of your body. So that's the kind of specific emotions you need to focus on. So you want to look at what emotions is it that your manifestation will bring to you because that's the emotions you want to start trying to introduce into your life. And you need to also consider what steps need to be taken to achieve this goal. So this can, a lot of, um, a way that this could help is doing some journaling, like doing some mindset work to work out where the issue comes from here. Why don't you feel comfortable in your own body? What what do you need to work on? Is it going more on self-dates or is, is it like to learn some more self-love or is it um, getting a PT so you can learn how to do work yourself or feel comfortable to do work at yourself at a gym to be able to feel healthy every day and be able to walk around feeling good about yourself? The next goal I'm going to talk about is, uh, sorry, the next part of the SMART goal setting I'm going to talk about is measurable. And so how can you measure the success of your manifestation? So at what point does it become clear that you're working towards your manifestation or that you have achieved it? So a way that you can feel like you're working towards it is like little things that occur. Um, say again, we're going to stick with the kind of self-love uh, topic. So something that could be a clear indication that your goal is coming to fruition is that you start to feel comfortable doing self-dates on your own. So you might start self-dating. It might be really scary and really like just really scary. And so one of the measurable points might be when you start feeling comfortable doing that. So when you start feeling like you can do that without even thinking twice about it. So you just have to have little indications of how of achievement and these are things that you can find along the way like um just those moments of oh my god i am i'm feeling progress like i feel like things are happening or another example if your goal is to grow a business a measurable aspect might be when you start a podcast or you reach a certain amount of followers or um when you start to feel 
when you start to, when you get a, a mentor or these can be little measurable steps that you can see along the way. Uh, the next one is achievable. So if you don't set goals that you can achieve, you're going to lose faith in them. So in manifestation, anything is possible. It is. However, only if you can believe in it. So you need to have an achievable goal or your doubts are going to be louder. And so the more faith you have in your goal, the more you can work towards that goal, towards that manifestation. So instead of making your goal to marry Zac Efron, maybe make that goal to go on more dates. So maybe make that goal you want to go on five dates a month or something, or like make that man and make them. So the goal is going on more dates. The manifestation is to find a supportive, loving relationship. So let's let's work on achievable aspects that you can find and let's take goals, uh, do different goals towards that. The next one is relevant. So why do you have this goal? So for example, again, if your if your manifestation, your goal is to move to the other side of the world, but you have absolutely no interest in that. You don't like traveling. You've done it before and you hated it, but you kind of just want to join it and you want to do it because other people are doing it or whatever. Uh, If that is your goal and you know that's not something that makes you happy, that's not a relevant goal. That's not a relevant manifestation. Why are you doing it? You need a why and the why needs to be selfish. This is your time to be selfish. Why are you doing this goal? If it's for somebody else, it is not a relevant reason. And the why also needs to be relevant to your manifestation. Like um, you need to, you need to make sure this why reflects back on what your desire is. And because this is actually a, the relevant part is a really important part of manifestation because that's how you define what emotions you should be experiencing. And that's how you can work on experiencing these emotions so that you can bring in your manifestation. The final part of the SMART goals is the time bound. So how will you know this goal has been achieved? Like when is the deadline? And with this, try not to make everything have to be by the end of the year. Like it doesn't have to be every single goal you set has to be done by the end of the year. That's a very long time frame, and it's very easy to kind of lose focus on the goal when you do that. Or like the manifestation can be by the end of the year, but the goals that you take towards it, the little goals, like that should be smaller. It should be much smaller. And the thing is, as you take these little goals and you ta- and you do these little goals, you can expand and you can make a new one. So actually the smaller the time frame, the better, because you want to feel the success of your manifestation coming so that you can keep working towards it. And just remember with these goals, like, the inspired action, these goals are the inspired actions that you're taking towards your manifestations and it's how you will achieve and receive your manifestation. So the next part I'm going to talk about is how you can make goal setting exciting because it is so easy to get bored of completing a goal and working towards our manifestations. So making it exciting in your own way can be a really excellent way to achieve it. So one of the method, the first method I'm going to talk about is one I found on TikTok recently. And this is what I'm going to try and do because I think it's really cool. Um, Anyway, so you get little wine bottles and you have your goals that you want to set and you decorate the wine bottles with your goal. So you put on your on one wine one wine bottle. I want to bring I want to start my own business. So you sorry, you put the manifestation on the bottle and then as you work towards this goal and as you get this um, 
and manifestation occur, you celebrate. So you celebrate with a glass of wine. So it's a way of kind of recognizing your achievements and being like, I've done this. I did the hard work. And now cheers to me. I I get to celebrate it. And in manifestation, both the sense of the excitement of setting the goals towards getting to have that glass of champagne or glass or bottle of whatever kind of drink you like. Um, and also the appreciation of that you have received it and you have done the work. It's just an excellent way to align your energy and bring in more positive manifestations into your life. Method number two, make it a competition. And this is really good if you're a competitive person. And also just make sure it's a fun competition. Don't turn it into this nasty little fight um, because we don't want that energy. But make it a competition. Choose a friend or a partner or a family member, someone that you know it won't get too serious over, someone you know that they'll inspire you as well. But compete with the other person and see who can get the goal first. So either set a similar goal, set the same goal, or just have your own little goals that are on what you see as equal value and who can get it first, who's going to win. It can be a really good way to push yourself um, because our friends are supportive. Our friends, um, our friends, our family, our partner, they are the people that help us make big life changes. And this is one way that they can do it. They can help to inspire you to take the steps while you're also inspiring them to take theirs. So I actually would really recommend this way as a fun goal setting, a fun um, goal completing activity. Method three is make a vision board. So a vision board is a great way to inspire you towards your goals. It also allows you to visualize exactly what it is you want. So you're seeing that picture, you're seeing that vision, and also changing those pictures often, especially when you've got your manifestation, is a great way of feeling that success. Um, there was a story, if you've ever read the book, The Secret, and I, I always think back on this one, uh, if you haven't, I really recommend reading it, but one of the guys in there, he talks about how he made a vision board and he had certain things like a house and a job that he had on this vision board. Anyway, so he, um, that vision board went away somewhere. He, like, it was a few years past, like he had his, fa- had a family, he moved into this house and he found his old vision board. And it turns out the vision board, the picture of the house was the exact same picture. And he didn't realize until he got the photo back out and he, he's like, hang on, why do I have a photo of my house that's from such a long time ago? So this is a really cool story. I recommend you reading more of The Secret because there's a lot of stories like this. All right. Method number four, choose goals that are fun. Goals don't always have to be like hard and unexciting and draining. In in fact, they shouldn't be. So set goals that get you excited so you're more likely to complete them. Even if it's a small goal to work towards a bigger goal, to work towards a bigger goal, to work towards your manifestation, just set little goals to help you, set little exciting goals to help you feel inspired. Because especially at the start of completing goals, if you haven't really done any work towards it, you're going to feel a lot lazier and you're going to feel less inspired. Once you start completing these goals and working towards your manifestation, things will change and you'll feel more inspired to take more action. Now, sometimes the problem with goal setting is a few failures may happen that these are really, really common failures that may occur that might put you off completing your goal or working towards your manifestation. And so I want to cover them so you can be aware and you can kind of try and avoid falling into the trap of them. Um, so the first one is uh, that I've already covered a little bit is thinking that a goal can't change. 
And this is where I've mentioned that resolutions are the issues. It's this idea that you can't change a goal and it's just absolutely ridiculous. So every day, the person that we are is going to change and going to adapt. And we need to be willing to change and adapt as we learn new things. Otherwise, we're going to get stuck in old ways and stuck in old beliefs that don't align with us anymore. If we're growing in life, then so should our goals. So stop with the idea that you have to stick to the same goal as before and pushing yourself to complete it despite wanting something else. Like my story with New York, I for so long, I just stuck to that goal thinking I had to go to New York. New York was what I wanted to do my whole life. So I had to go to New York, even when I knew New York didn't align with me anymore and I wasn't interested in it, but I still thought that I had to do it. Um... Another one is letting failure keep you down. So failure is actually a really, really good thing because it teaches us where we went wrong and what we need to change next time. So use your failure for growth rather than excuse to give up. So take on that failure, embrace that failure and think, awesome, like, thank you for that failure. Like now I've learned from it. Now I know what to do, not to do next time. Another really common uh, failure that you will, that people do in goals and setting and achieving goals is setting other people's goals. So sometimes when we really admire someone, we can accidentally set their goals instead of our own. And then you'll start to work towards goals that isn't actually good for you. Like we're individual people, we're unique people, and not every goal is suited to us that is suited to someone else. We we have to have different ways that we take things on. Example with this, one of my old coaches, um, Sarah Lefley, uh, she started her business a few months before mine. And so in my head, I was like, oh, well, my business must be exactly like that. So she's got like a thousand followers almost already. So I must have a thousand followers by this point. It's just an unrealistic goal because so many things about me and Sarah are different. And so many of my, like what I inspire to do is different to what she inspires to do. And like, shout out to Sarah. She's doing a wicked job. She's done, uh, she's got her own, um, she coaches other coaches and she's doing really, really successful, but that doesn't align with mine because I also had other goals that I wanted to work towards and that has changed each of my goals already. And so having this idea that I have to be exactly like someone else, it just, it actually held me back from moving forward. Another one is setting too many goals. When you have too many goals, you're more likely to avoid doing them or you're going to get sick of them. So when you're setting goals, try and start with no more than four. And as you complete them, you can either expand them further or you can add on a new one. So every time you get to add a new goal on, you're also going to feel that excitement of completing another one or of adapting from another one. Final thing I'm going to talk about, a final failure is expecting it to just come to you. So your manifestations aren't just going to fall in your lap. You do need to take some inspired action. And any manifestation book will tell you that. Even the ones that say you don't need to, you don't need to do everything. You don't need to do this. You still need to feel the emotions of your manifestation. So how do you feel the emotions if you're not taking inspired action? Like, so taking that inspired action and also believing and also feeling the emotions. This is what is going to help you. So on that note, let's talk about the final topic I want to cover today, which is taking inspired action. So in manifestation, you have the power to call in anything, but you need to surround yourself with the feelings of this manifestation. So how else do you surround yourself with these feelings and emotions then to take actions that align with your goal and with your manifestation? So 
So here are some tips for how you can take aligned action. So the first one is stop planning and just do it. It doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be perfect. Just start taking the steps towards your aligned action. Sometimes we can get stuck in this trap that everything has to be perfect before we do it. And I got stuck in that trap when I was starting my business. So I was learning the tarot cards and I got stuck in this like kind of headspace of I need to learn every single exact definition of each tarot card before I can start my business. So I'm not joking. I went through and I learned every single one individually, but then I took a break and most of it, I forgot. And so I started learning them again. I started practicing, but I got stuck in this headspace. No, I don't know them. I can't do it. Um, But the thing is about doing tarot readings is it's actually based on intuition. So yes, uh, the meanings help, but you need to actually be able to just trust your gut and trust your instinct. And although everything was screaming at me that I should start it, I was, I was, I held myself back. So eventually, finally, with the help of like the level up group, I just took action and I decided to just do it and it, and I was fine and it worked and I got my manifestation and I was, I started my business and I was able to succeed in my business. And a lot of people were having my tarot readings and feeling, feeling inspired and feeling like they connected to them. And it was really, really good. And it's because I stopped planning and I just started it. Another tip is once you start taking action, don't stop. It's really, really easy to fall back into old patterns of not really working towards it and pushing back your goals once you stop. Like, for example, when I I used to do these habits every day and they were my steps towards my goals. And when I moved over here, it was just very stressful trying to find a house, like living on the other side of the world. And they kind of, and I stopped doing them. And now I just don't really do them. And I'm trying to build them back up. I've got affirmations and meditations I do every day, but I I, I find it really hard to start again. And this is what can happen when we kind of stop working on our goals. And I don't, I, I do believe that you need breaks here and there. You should not burn yourself out over this, but just try and try and do like give yourself breaks while still working towards your goals. If you can, it doesn't have to be anything big. Just allow yourself to have some time, but also work towards these goals. Another tip is to inspire and help others. Sometimes when it's just ourselves that succeed, we can lack a bit of motivation to do anything. And if you find this happening, then try and help other people to reach similar goals to you or to reach their own goals. So find someone that's in the same position that's kind of struggling and try and inspire them because that's going to make you feel inspired as well. So like it's always easier to give advice than to take it. So experience the emotions attached to giving the advice and then also listen to the advice you give to someone else. But honestly, it's like, Uh, For me, like whenever I help teach someone something, like sometimes in school, I'd have this friend and she wouldn't quite get something in math. And me, I'm not great at math. I'm not going to lie, but I was able to do this topic. So I helped teach it to her and it really inspired me and it really made me interested in math as well. And I ended up getting ducks of that class and which is shocking to me because like math was never my topic and it's like still isn't but because I was like inspiring someone else it really helped to inspire me another way is to identify your motivators so what is it that normally motivates you to take action for example for me it's exercising and listen listening to Alexis Fernandez podcast it really helps motivate me and makes me want to take steps towards my action like she she has like these goal setting episodes and I listen to them or I find one specific to the goal that I want to do and it helps me take this action towards it 
Finally, make a to-do list. So keep on track of your goal by, well, keeping on track. So have a to-do list and aim to tick off at least three things a day. So it doesn't have to be goals a day. So it could be steps towards your goal. You're learning to love your body. So maybe you can do some yoga in the morning. You can do some stretches. You can go on a self-date. Whatever it is, try and tick off three things each day that's that work towards your goals. So that brings us to the end of episode 30. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so glad that you stayed for another episode and I'll share a travel story in just a moment. Um, Anyway, yes, thank you for listening and please, 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 I'd love if you could rate the podcast. I am so, so grateful for you all. I'm grateful that you're all here and please like send me a DM or send me a follow on Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach. I'd love to hear from you guys. Like it's just, yeah, it's amazing when I hear from you. Um, anyway, so let's talk about my travel story for the day. Um, the one I'm going to talk about today is like just a really cool, uh, this is more of a travel tip, like something that you can look into. I think they do it in Europe, but maybe they have similar companies elsewhere. So I did this trip called surprise me trip. And what you do is you pay, you pay for the trip. I can't remember how much it was. It was five years ago, but you pay for the trip and they have this whole setup and you don't find out where you're going until you're at the airport. So they organize the flights, they organize the accommodation and you get to the airport and when you're there, you have this little scratchy and you scratch it and it comes up like, surprise, you're going to Poland. That's where mine was, so I ended up in Poland. Um, But really, really cool experience of just like the excitement and the thrilling and the spontaneity, can't say that word, being spontaneous and not knowing where you're going until you're at the airport, which is really good for people like me who I'm a bit of a planner and I struggle with that a lot. And my friend did something similar for me for Rome and it was just incredible. And being able to get there and just be like, oh my God, I'm going to Rome. Like, um, it's just a really great feeling and it's really like put you out of your comfort zone. So I really would recommend you doing a surprise me trip or having a friend do it for each other, set up a surprise trip for each other. And now my new way that I'm going to end the episode is by including a motivational quote of the week. And so this week, my motivational quote, and this is from a friend, uh, Brooke, she's actually going to be on the next episode. This is from her friend, actually. And we're talking about present moment and being in the present moment. And she said, where you are, there you are. All right. Bye, friends. And don't forget to embrace your soul traveler.